once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat the best trick whatever you do in life surround yourself with smart people who argue with you john wooden said that I'm Scott with the Wisdom in All Things podcast, where we look at applying wisdom to life in three areas, mind, body, and soul. On this episode, learning mission from missionaries. Probably the greatest mission of all came from the Blues Brothers. When Elwood Blues said, we're on a mission from God. It is our mission, should we choose to accept it. I had recently come across a documentary on John Belushi. For the young and uneducated, John was part of the cast of Saturday Night Live, SNL, back when, many will say, they were actually genuinely funny. A big part of John's life was his portrayal of Jake Blues, half of the brother duo, the Blues Brothers. He and Dan Aykroyd first created the characters Jake and Elwood Blues as a skit and occasional musical act on SNL. Following the popularity of that reoccurring role, they released an album, and soon after that hit the big screen with the Blues Brothers movie. Early in the movie, they are inspired to raise money to save the orphanage they grew up in and set out to get the band back together. As part of the inspiring speech they used to recruit former band members to join them, older brother Elwood used this now classic line, We're on a mission from God. For a number of years growing up, I had thought that the only mission from God was being a missionary. I mean, really, who else could actually say that? To hear a missionary tell their story, it seemed almost unreal, like Indiana Jones without the whip. Against significant odds and defying logic, they leave comfort and familiarity to sacrifice, sometimes for many years, to more often than not realize little or no gains in utter obscurity. There would be no other reason to go unless you were called to do so by God. While missionaries are certainly on a mission from God, he does not call everyone to the mission field. That doesn't let us off the hook, though. In fact, I went as far as telling a missionary that it would be harder for me to stay in the States than go to a foreign land as a missionary. But he wasn't just a missionary. He was my professor of my missions class during my time at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. In a term paper on missions, in a class on missions led by a veteran of the mission field, I told my professor that I thought it would be much more of a challenge for me to stay stateside than to serve on a mission field. Fortunate for me, he was not a violent person, and he read past my opening premise to understand what I meant by my bold, even somewhat irreverent claim. Thank you, Dr. Kallenberg. However, as I've learned since turning that term paper on missions, staying stateside in no way excuses us from living a life on mission. Everyone called by God has a mission. Romans 10.14 says, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? I like the way Romans 10.14 provides a good description of the why and what of being on a mission from God. For someone to know the truth, to begin pursuing wisdom, they need to be introduced to God. The life of a missionary is right in line with what our life should look like if we're on mission. While there are a number of things that we could learn from the lives of missionaries, I wanted to provide a, a tighter framework for us to consider this based on specific recommendations from missionaries and their time on the mission field. First, you got to rock what you got. Whereas wisdom is not just having understanding, but doing right by what we know, so too it is with our gifts. Knowing what gifts that God has given us individually to do his work is only half of the equation. We also need to exercise them. The mission cannot be accomplished unless we actually use our gifts. Skylar Womack, former minister of missionary care at Houston's First Baptist Church, highlights three sections of scripture that provide a deeper look. So you can go there to, to understand your gifts a little bit further. 
You've got the motivational gifts in Roman 12, the ministry gifts in 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, and then equipping gifts in Ephesians 4. Having identified your gifting, you'll begin to see where those gifts could be put to work. So first, rock what you got. Second, appropriate risk and courage. Group missions trips conducted a survey to discover what people had learned from their missions trips and what had continued to guide and shape their lives years later. What was reinforced in their findings was that people learned they could trust God by taking risks. When people take risks in obedience, God demonstrates his power. Living on mission will absolutely include risks, necessary risks that will demonstrate God's power and require his strength. Dwell on what God says in Joshua 1.9. He says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Third, find common ground. Given the popularity, even sport, of making the most of our differences, it can be challenging to consider finding where we might agree. Moving forward together will not begin until we are able to find agreement on at least the broader need. Bruce Ashford, Senior Fellow in Public Theology in Cambridge, says, Even in the midst of a sharp disagreement, we'll often find we share genuine concerns and commitments despite our divergent solutions or conclusions. It is worth the effort, as we may find that either we agree on more than we thought, or that we are more in line with one another on issues that truly matter. Next, come alongside. Skylar Womack, in his article, Five Lessons I've Learned from Missionaries, highlights a key phrase he heard repeatedly from missionaries, come alongside. In addition to it expressing humility, he says that it also displays how missionaries are not on the mission field to swoop in and try to fix everything. I've coined the phrase, do our best, to be our best, to offer our best. After all, it is what we put into life, not what we get out of it. This puts us in a mindset of going about being prepared to do what we can to help. Finding out how God has gifted you is intended for you to come alongside to help, not to be the hero. Five, don't be distracted by outcomes. As we approach what God presents us each day in humility, we will be less likely to be distracted by performance. We're not on a mission to get results. We're called, gifted, and courageously take appropriate risks to see that God accomplishes what He desires. We know He wins the war, but that doesn't mean He'll choose for us to win every battle. Lastly, stay fueled. Being on mission is going to take a lot out of us. God not only commands that we honor the Sabbath, a day of rest, but intends for us to be instructed, directed, revived, and inspired through daily prayer and Bible reading. As one missionary who spent 20 years in Southeast Asia describes it, the simple reality is this. God has invited me to walk alongside him, to know him, to see what he's up to, and join him in this epic, redemptive plan of salvation. I need to be nourished. I need reminding of God's presence and promises. As I alluded to in that missions term paper so many years ago, as I alluded to in that missions term paper so many years ago, though we may not be called to leave this country for a foreign land, we are challenged to live our lives like that of a missionary, because we too are on a mission from God. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom in All Things podcast. You can check out other episodes and get the free download, Five Steps Toward Wisdom in All Things. It was the top five articles found to be most interesting this last year. You can get that and more at wisdominallthings.com.